time. No, that's right. Yes, what everyone, you are now tuned in and therefore have positioned yourself to become undeniable in your pursuit of personal, professional, and spiritual excellence. Now, hopefully you are pursuing excellence, but if you're not, I guarantee you, you have come to the right place today. Yes, welcome to this absolutely dope episode of Become Undeniable. I am your mostly humble host, Brad Austin. Always, always, always keeping it real no matter whose feelings it hurts while providing undeniable value every step of the way. Man, I am stoked to have this young man on today. But I will tell you, um, now with the title of this show being Finding the Winner's Mindset, right? You might expect me to bring on a guest that's in their 40s, maybe in their 50s or older, right? Maybe they've made millions of bucks, right? They've been featured on Forbes. They're this. They got all these, all this list of accolades that they have no problem telling people about. But that is not the case today, guys. My special guest today is in just in his early 20s. Man, he's a he's a strapping young buck, you know? Uh, you like that, huh? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> Jake DiBerardino is a young entrepreneur who's building his own financial services business. He's also a part-time real estate agent here in South Florida, and he is only 22 years old. Hard to believe, man. He's doing all this stuff. Welcome, Jake. Welcome to the show, brother. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Appreciate you having me. So I'm so stoked to be here right now. Are you? Is your heart pounding out of your chest right now? Oh yeah, bro. This is like I said, my <laughs> first podcast, but I'm fired up today. Let's do it. Well, I think, I think, bro. I think you are. You know, most people dismiss younger people like yourself because they, they for some reason don't think that there's any value that you can offer to people. I think the opposite. I think everybody has value to give in one way or another. And that's one of the main purposes of this show is to just bring on regular people, famous or not, who are who are doing things, who are making moves, who have a different mindset and who who actually can provide value. And I think most people can. Right. So that's why you're here, brother. And I'm stoked to get into it with you. Um, let's let's hop in, man. Let's just let's just get to the value so people can start extracting. Yeah. Hop in, Yeah. Awesome. So, so you, you're working with a financial services company. I mean, dude, how did you like, again, you're 22 years old, like who most people think I got to go to college to get into finance, right? I got to do this. I got to do that. And, and, you know, there are many paths to success in my opinion, and I know yours as well, but I mean, how did you get into working with a financial services company? And before, hold on a second. Wait a minute. I, I just said that. I just said that out loud to the audience, right? So you, at 22 years old, you help people with their finances? That is correct, Rad. I do do that. And the misconception is that you have to go to school. You have to get a degree to do all these things and be what you want to be in life. But that's just not true, man. You could grab a hold of life and do whatever you want to do. But yeah, so you asked me how I got into this uh, this business. And it was really just knowing the right people, making good connections. And that's basically it, man. And I started this back in January and it's been heck of a ride. I love it. I'm so passionate about it. And we're really just helping families, helping people with their finances. And it's something that I didn't have a passion for, 
but now it's one of my deepest passions. So I'm excited about it. Man, so okay, so let's let's dive. Let's go one layer deeper than that, right? Helping people with their finances is kind of generic. Let's tell the audience how you do that. What exactly do you do for people? Yeah, yeah. So the current approach in the financial services industry is that you know you typically would go to an advisor. Hey, you would pay them a thousand dollars. Okay, what do I do? And they're gonna put you into something that you know nothing about, right? What mm. we do is we educate people on things like taxes, how taxes work how to solve debt, short-term and long-term savings. But the main thing is we teach people how to create generational wealth. And I think that's one of the biggest keys in family, in life, to leave a legacy for your next generation. No, dude, the the words you just spoke to me, they rang true because it sounds, here's the thing we all know that the the wealthiest among us, which again, I I got no qualms with. I want want everybody to be successful, right? But they know the secrets, right? Yeah. They have they have been brought up generationally from their fathers and their grandfathers, and all that information has been passed down to them already. So they didn't need someone like Jake, right? But mm-hmm. the middle class, the lower middle class, the poor, everybody else who who is really lacking in financial education, right? They, I think they need you, right? And, and they can't afford to go to a financial advisor or maybe they're not in a position to, right? So yeah. it sounds like, correct me if I'm wrong, Jake, but it sounds like you are providing really tangible education that can help really turn things around for a family and then start setting them up for generational wealth to pass down. Is that accurate? Yeah, that, that's completely true. Like in, in today's day and age, there's the 1% of the population is getting great financial advice and the other 99% are getting nothing or they're getting what the government tells them to do, you know, putting money into 401ks and IRAs yes. and like that. So that's where we kind of, we're different, man. We, we, we teach people in different ways. We educate them on this type of product, why it could be good for you and eventually how it can change, you know, the future generation. Yeah. No, you're right, man. That That's, this is, and, and let's be honest, right? They don't teach us anything in school about this stuff at all, ever, right? And that's obviously by design, but um, that's that's a rabbit hole for another day, <laughs> right? Can I touch on that, actually? So I don't know if you know this, but... Please. There's seven states in the United States that require financial literacy, Florida being the latest one. And I'm pretty sure this met in high school. Um, so you have to take, you know, one semester of financial literacy to graduate. And 45 states requires sexual education. So I think that just goes to show you of how much of a need there is for financial <laughs> advice and in, 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 in the stuff we offer. So, man, boy, that's, isn't that a contrast, huh? Yeah. The, I, I did not, I did not know that Jake, that's actually really cool information to know. So yeah, I, I remember governor DeSantis, I'm in Florida as well, um, recently passed or, or is, is implementing financial literacy in, in all of our schools, which is obviously a good thing. And, and I don't know how anybody can, balk at him for that. But again, I digress. Um, but this information that you're providing, man, is so important. And um, we're going to give people a way to connect with you later, because I think when people hear this, uh, guys, whatever you do, who whoever's listening, if you are, I'm already plugging you, man. What is wrong with me? I'm doing it so early in the show. <laughs> right. But do not let his age fool you. Do not let his age deter you from seeking counsel that will be beneficial. All right. I might even, I might even do it. I'm, I'm, I've already learned a couple of things from this guy. 
Um, so let's move on, Jake, because we, you're already, you've already started touching on a few different things that I've got on my questions here for you. But um, let's talk about the mindset, man. It's everything. But let's talk about how to become more entrepreneurially minded. Okay. Now, most people your age, overwhelming majority by far, are not entrepreneurially minded, right? If they are, they think they're going to be the next YouTube sensation and that's good enough for them or, or shaking their booties on Instagram or whatever else to make 50 grand a month. Or, you know what I mean? And people do it, but I mean, how long is it going to last, right? Um, that said, I mean, in your opinion, man, what I got, I got to know, what are some things that people need to know and what they need to do in order to develop that winner's mindset? What do they have to do? Yeah, so I'll, I'll start back or I'll go back to my first job. I think when you're young, I think it's almost necessary to have a job to actually, you know, be employed by somebody. And then as I got my first job when I was 16 and now I'm 22. And as you go through life, you, you work all these different jobs. I think you get an understanding of, wow, I really don't want to be working for somebody. And then in that process, it kind of switches like, huh. Maybe I could start my own business. Maybe I could do this. Maybe I could do that. And it all starts with a maybe or an I think or an idea. And then all you have to do is put that idea into place. And like all, we're entrepreneurs, Brad. We're just full of ideas, you know, and we just want to get it out there. So switching that mindset from employee to entrepreneur, it is, it is a hard thing. It's hard for me. And I'm still new to it, but I love it. So how, again, so yeah, man, forgive me for, for going deeper, but that's, that's what we do on the show, man. We, we want people to, to be able to, 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 to grab onto things and really start implementing them. So let's, let's talk to the non-entrepreneurs. All right. Cause people like you and I, I mean, for the most part, you're born with it or you acquire it, right? You're, you're born with it and you finally discover it at some point or you, um, or, or, or you just, I don't know, man. Right. So the, the, I guess, I guess I'm trying to get at is that somebody's working a job. They're young. They're not thinking about owning a business. They're not thinking about, they're just thinking about how long before it is before I get off work so I can go party. Right. So I can go, (laughs) right. So I can go get that drink. So I can go ride the strip. So I can go do whatever people do, you know, but if if you're if you are looking at the entrepreneur from the outside while they're working their job, what's something? I guess what's something you would whisper into their ear, man? What what kind of bug would you plant in their ear to say to to get them to maybe start shifting into a different mindset? You know, this is going to sound very cliche, but I, I think it's very true. Follow your dreams, follow your wants, follow your needs, because in the end, that's what's truly going to make you happy. Not not at this job, you know, making however much money. It might be good enough money, but it's just not fulfilling you, you know. You have to find something that fulfills you. So following your dreams, your passions, that's that's the truth. Yes. So so let's talk about those people again, right? He what if what if he heard you in his ear saying that and then he or she says, I don't know what my dreams are. Like what would you tell them to do next? Right? Because you're you're, you're speaking into them because you want them to, you don't want them at that job forever. You don't want them to just go from job to job, to job, to job, and just, just to be sufficiently, um, you know, dependent on 
this employer, that employer, because that can be gone in a second, man, no matter what job it is, right? We've learned that. So, you know, not trying to press you hard, bro, make it difficult for you. But again, these are people, maybe they don't have any dreams yet. They don't have any passions yet, right? And so I guess maybe I could, I should shift the question a little bit and say, what happened for you? When, when, when that moment happened where you said, okay, I, I don't want to be an employee anymore. I know I'm not going to be an employee. Okay. What was, was there a catalyst that, that started that change? Was, was did something happen or did it just, was it just natural for you? Yeah. So, so I'll, I'll give you like a little analogy right here. So do you think that the guy that owns the McDonald's, he loves McDonald's? Probably not. Right. But the McDonald's, <laughs> it, it, it gives him a lot of revenue of, of a lot of money. So while that McDonald's might not be his passion or his goal, it could, you know, increase his income. So then use that as a vehicle to get to your goals and dreams or whatever you want to do. And let's, let's be honest here. Maybe your passion or what you like to do just doesn't have enough money in it, you know? So I think a passion and then something that makes money, it's, you have, you have to figure it out. Like, like for me, I'm in the financial services industry and there's no thought that I thought that this was going to be my passion. And although it is now, I love learning about money and I love helping people. It turned into a passion, something that could make me a lot of money. And then I could use that as a vehicle to know, to, you know, have my freedom of time and do things that I actually want to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, you know, I, I think <laughs> I don't, I actually, I've, I've started telling people not to follow their passion, right? Because, you know, you're, I don't know what your, what your actual passion is, right? I.e. hobbies or things, go, going to the beach, golf, whatever it may be, right? Like some people's passions is playing golf down here in Florida. They big golf area, right? Whatever. Not mine, but it is some people's, but you can't just go on the golf course and, and get paid. You're not going to get paid, right? And you're not going to make it. So, I think, I think it is, I think you're right. I think it is finding something, even if it's within something that you're doing that you are passionate about, mm-hmm. i.e. you just said serving others, right? That is, that is, I, I think we are here to serve others. Honestly, my goal with this podcast is to serve others, right? And if I can tell you quickly, I mean, I, I'm not, I didn't think I'd be doing this. And I, I, I didn't think, I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong. I've discovered that I really enjoy this, having these conversations and putting it out there. But I mean, bro, I don't like taking pictures. I don't like being on camera. Mm-mm. I don't like being the center of attention. I don't like none of that mess. And here I am. God puts his voice in my head and says, do this. And I tell him no. And then he says, do it. And he speaks into my ear for weeks on end and never lets up. And then here I am doing this with you. Right. And, and I didn't know I would be as, passionate and enjoyable about doing it as I am. So there was a gift in my opinion from, from God. But that said, I think, I do think you need to find things within what you're doing now um, that you do enjoy or that you can discover that you enjoy. Um, Cause I think when we get into jobs, a lot of times it's like, we don't really take it seriously. It's not our business. It's not, you know what I'm saying? And really what we should be doing is we should be going into that job every single day thankful my opinion thankful that that mcdonald's owner gave us a job yeah. right be yeah. grateful that you have a job that the guy saw enough in you to give you a job and give you a chance man go above and beyond at that job even if you know you're not going to be there in six months give it all you have while you're there have that guy have 
tons of respect, that owner have tons of respect for you. You never know what kind of doors are going to open, man, by just showing up, number one, and doing a great job for that guy who was kind enough to give you a job, right? So true. What are your thoughts on performance at the workplace, man? Performance is everything, man. Um, you know, I had a football background, so I, I've, I've always wanted to be the hardest worker in the room. You know, every job that I've had, I've worked in a restaurant, I've worked in ballet, I've worked as a baseball umpire schools. I've always wanted to be the, the best at whatever it is. Even It could be tying your shoe, it could be driving, whatever it is. You have to strive to be the best at everything you do. So, Because people are watching, right? Yeah, people are watching. And people, right? yeah, people see what you do too. So they say, oh, Brad, Brad's a hardworking guy. Maybe I could promote him or maybe I'm working on something else and I'm going to give him this opportunity. So never go into the job. I would say putting your head down or not being the hardest worker. I think that'll be a detriment to yourself. Hard, hard yeah. work is off. 100%, man. And, and you just touched on something else that was that's so true because as an entrepreneur myself, like I'm always, man, like when I'm out there in the, in the public and whatever else, I, I'm always looking for talent. Like I am always, and, and I guarantee the people that hired you at McDonald's or the people that hired you for whatever job you're doing, a lot of them are doing the same. All right. And if they're not, then go find a place that is where they are doing that. Where are they looking for talent, looking for people to promote, provide opportunity to. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm always looking for it. So yeah. opportunity, opportunities everywhere. You just, you have to be aware of it. You know, you have to be in a way looking for it because you never know when that next yes is going to be in. Who knows? Maybe that yes changes your life. You don't, you, you don't know. You, you really don't. But if you're, if you're stuck on the screen all the time, yeah. right. Walking around with the screen in front of your face, you're going to miss it. I guarantee you. Right. Mm-hmm. So something else you said earlier kind of just took me to this next question. And, and I want to talk about uh, college for a second. Yeah. So even in this day and age with the internet revolutionizing, how we do work with self-driving cars, with all these different technologies that are in place, right? Many people for some reason, it's ingrained man. it's ingrained in their head that they think that they absolutely must get that degree. All right. People that are in high school right now, 16, 15, 17, 18, whatever. And, and really the only thing that they see ahead is college as if that is the next natural step, right? Yeah. What would you say to that? What would you say about college and, and, and is it necessary? Well, first, who made the rule that you had to go to college? Because I, I think that's a dumb rule. So the, people who, the people who make the money at the colleges, bro, that's who made the rule, yeah. you know? Exactly. So is college necessary? I'm going to say a hard no on that, man. You know, may, maybe if you want to be a doctor or a lawyer or some engineer, like go to college. But if you're just going to college to get some normal degree that's going to make you $70,000 a year, do, do something else because you're going to waste your money on honestly worthless education. Yeah. And so now somebody might disagree with you that not all of it's worthless, mm-hmm. right? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not... I'm not sure if I'm one of those people. It really depends on different factors, right? But I mean, I, I've I know, and my wife has spoken to so many people who got their pie in the sky degrees and can't get a job even to this day, right? Got, go get that liberal arts degree, man. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> go get that go get that gender studies degree you yeah. know <laughs> i mean so, so i'm 22 and, and a bunch of my friends just graduated and none of them have real jobs yet and it's honestly kind of sad because when you're when you're in college like when you know you're about to graduate shouldn't you be you know looking for a job or have some type of job lined up and maybe and you have to have a certain amount of experience too all my friends are like oh jake i can't find a job because i need to have three years of experience and if you're 22 23 years old you're most likely not going to have that much experience to get your foot in the door for a job right right that's 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 true that's true i mean and so they're yeah that's that's really surprising i mean are they all here are they all like here in Florida or yeah, most of my friends wow. are in Florida? Okay. Um, whew, boy. Um, I'm about to shift gears again on you, bro. I, I actually, I actually wanted to touch on something too. Um, so what, yeah. what I found out like after graduating high school, I'll say is that school, had made, school made me feel like I was like dumb or like, or worthless or something like that because, you know, I never got the best grades in school. I was always a C and D student. And I just want to say that everybody that is in high school, like you're not a GPA, you're not a number that, that means nothing. You're so much more than that. Cause that's, that's how it made me feel. And also when I, when I would talk to like my friend's parents, Oh, Jake, what are you doing after, after high school? Oh, you may be going to community college or I'm not going to college at all. And they give me that like look of like, Oh, this kid. They gave you that look, huh? Yeah. And, and, that, and to this, to this day, like I still have that chip on my shoulder of one day I'm going to prove you all wrong. Uh, do it for yourself, bro. Yeah, your your success, yeah. you you shining like a diamond is is the best uh, is the best revenge, man. You know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that that's they gave you that look, kind of like, oh man, this guy's a loser. Oh, I've gotten the look. Yeah. Um, but and that's the thing, man. It's it's um, uh. You, you don't, it's not necessary. I, I would even ad, advise people to, uh, to explore different. I mean, like there are different colleges, man. They're actually offering straight up like business courses or things that are actually relevant to what you want to do. I mean, UCF down here, man, I, they sent me a brochure for some reason and I was looking at all the stuff that they offer. I mean, that's actually relevant courses, relevant education that you can actually take and apply, man. It was, it's, it's crazy. You know, so if you're going to go, go, go with a purpose, right? You'll save a ton of money in the process too, you know, and get done a lot quicker. Yeah, and, and there's also a massive amount of information on practically whatever you want to learn. It's yes. you just have to find it. Right. And what I'm recognizing in the marketplace is that, you know, other businesses, other people you're going to work with, they, they are, again, specialty set aside, but. Um, they are less caring about whether or not you have that degree. And then again, some companies, a lot of times the big companies, they they want you to have that list. They want you to have that degree plus three years, plus this, plus that, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, I understand it to an effect, but the point is you, you don't you don't necessarily need it much of the time at all. There are you can get education. You can start on YouTube, you can start on other places online to get education for a lot less money and a lot less time and teaching yourself a lot of times is enough, quite frankly. Yeah. So Jake, you seem like a pretty smart guy, man, which I've said that I said that to you many times and it seems like you got a great head on your shoulders. It seems like 
you kind of know where you're going even at this young age. Um, and so another thing that most people your age, I mean, heck man, people even my age, you know, thirties, forties, whatever, don't even pay attention to, um, is politics and people just, there's this big gap, dude. It's like people, I don't understand how people don't understand that politics affects, you know, there's a, there's a huge disconnect, right. Between politics and your world, you know, your, your finances, your taxes, your this, your that people, as simple as it may seem, they just do not grasp that concept. So, you know, what, what's your, dude, what's your take on our current political climate, our current political landscape? Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of chaos and uh, there's a lot of confusion. There's a bunch of noise coming in, in from everything. And yeah, of course, everything could be could have a, a better job done. But, you know, I've always been an optimist, Brad. So I always see the good in things. So as we're going through this chaos and, and people are living in fear, I urge you to, to not live in fear, to just keep living your life. Because the more you live in fear, the more, the more you're going to back down and you're going to, you know, be a sheep to say. So I'm an optimist. I think there's great times ahead of us. I hope you're right, man. And um, again, not to go down the political rabbit hole too far, um, but it, it, it seems as though um, more and more people are, are becoming awakened to the chaos. They may not be able to connect all the dots, um, but I'm hoping that's the case. I'm trying to be optimistic about it. Um, the truth, I mean, here, here in Florida, man, I mean, it is a totally different world than where I lived. I, I moved down here from the Seattle area, Ooh. like clear across the country. I got, I got as far away as I could from that place, man. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm so glad I did. I've been here almost a year. We love it here, man. And, and it is every way, Jake, so different, so different in every regard. People are just different. You guys, I've heard from numerous people in, in whether in business or my neighbors or whoever else, that like COVID hit and you guys down here were kind of shut down for a couple of weeks. And then everybody's like, yeah, this is BS. <laughs> That's exactly how, how it went. I think for a couple of months, we really didn't do anything, but people got tired of it. People started going to publics, doing their own things. Gyms are opening back up. So yeah, we were shut down for a little, but nothing crazy at all. You know, we were, yeah. we got to live our lives down here as South Floridians. Yeah, man. It's, it's awesome. And, and, and again, you guys proved that it wasn't necessary, mm-hmm. but I digress again. This is not a political show. Let's get into something. Uh, I'm glad that you're optimistic. I'm I'm going to try to follow you in that in that regard. It's hard to be optimistic in, the, in these times, Brad. But we're right. we're in the best well, I mean, state in the world. No, we we are definitely in the best state in the country, in my opinion. Um, and and again, not a political show, but I mean, I'm. I am a, I'm a registered independent, bro. Like I, I was a registered Republican, uh, but when I moved down here, got my license and registered, I registered as an independent, much to my wife's surprise, mm-hmm. right? Cause we're both Republicans, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, and that was a personal decision for me, but it just, um, it just seems like, I don't know, man. It just seems like people just, it, people understand the rights here. Yeah, they do. You know, do. people understand their rights. They understand liberty. They understand in in, in the Northwest, man. And no offense to anybody up there. I love I love you guys. You know that. But it's just it's just different. It's not like that up there. It's just not. It's just, it's just polar opposite. People just 
again, I don't want to hack on them. I, I, I left for a reason. Yeah. At least I put my money where my mouth is and I got out, right? People can complain, whine and cry, but they never leave. I didn't do that. We said we're out. Hey, so, hey, do you watch a lot of news or are you kind of you stay away from the news? You know, bro, I have I have learned to become very, very discerning on media um, as a rule of as a personal rule that she, my wife follows for herself. I follow for myself. Um, so we align in that way. We, we don't watch any corporate media, not CNN, not MSNBC, not ABC, CBS, blah, blah, not Fox News, yeah. not Newsmax. We don't watch any of that mess because it's all BS. In my opinion, it's all it's all negative too, and it's so easy to get caught up in that negativity and how and how bad the world is. So yeah, I try to stay away from it too, man. I, I'm always looking for the positive. Yeah, well, and, and 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 another thing is that if you fancy yourself an eye gouging session, go watch one of them, go for for an hour, and then count how many pharmaceutical commercials oh, are are played during that time. It tells you everything you need to know, right? It tells you who's funding them. And what's going? It's not hard to put together, right? It's actually very easy, like how, how we see it. But some people don't see it. They don't want to see it, man. And that's that's the whole thing. But that's okay. Let's talk about something. Let's talk about something that can actually help people see things, okay. right? Transition to that. Yep. Let's talk about the importance of having mentors, bro. Um, me personally, um, I did things the hard way um, for a long time. I. I uh, I just wasn't that guy that wanted to have mentors. Mm-hmm. Um, ended up making a couple of friends that were kind of somewhat mentors to me in some ways, but having actual physical, like actual mentors for sure. It's all structured and everything else. No, I never had that. I had to learn a lot of this stuff on my own, but I understand the importance of it. And I wanted to ask you about it because you have told me that you have mentors in your life mm-hmm. that you've been working with for a little while. Um, and first of all, if you want to, if you want to speak about the importance of it, that's awesome. Uh, I want to hear it because uh, you can impress upon other people who might've been like me saying, ah, I don't need that. I don't need it. It's okay. I'm good. I'll figure it out myself. Um, versus what you did. And then, um, we'll go into a a part two of that question. So what about the importance of it, man? What what, what would you say? The the people that say they don't need a mentor are the the people that need their mentors the most, (laughs) Yeah, a, men- a mentor is absolutely essential to, to your success. And a mentor could be anybody, Brad. Like, obviously, whatever field of work you're in, you're going to want a mentor in that area. So if he could help you learn, you could you could learn from him and um, become him. But mentors could be anybody. You know, Brad, I consider you one of my mentors. You've opened me up to, to many, many different things, you know. So I appreciate you for that. But mentors, um, I always try to find – well, my mentor, his name's Trap. Great, great guy. Me and him have been together for the past eight months now. Um, he's helped me so much with, with life, how to be a better person, how to build a business. And really, a mentor is someone that lifts you up when you're down, you know, gives you a different perspective on life. Like, you know, I, I would call I would call, I would call, him after the call. We do like a deep, deep brief call. And then I would give him my thoughts on something. And then he would give me his thoughts. And his, and his thoughts were completely different than mine. I was like, huh, that's actually a better way to think of something or he kind of shifted me into having a different mindset on whatever it was that we talked about. So having a mentor, I wish I had, I wish I had a mentor earlier. Honestly, if I had a mentor when I was 17 or 18, I would probably be a much better kid than I am today, but yes, having a mentor is necessary. Yeah. And it's, it's, it sounds like, it sounds like 
having having a mentor is if someone agrees to actually mentor you, right? Then 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 that means right then and there, obviously, that they are giving of themselves, number one, right? So it is a selfless act. It is time on on them that they don't have to spend, mm. right? It is energy that they don't have to spend. And yet they're doing it with the sole purpose of improving your life through education, right? Through helping you remove potential roadblocks that you can come up with, right? Which, which can set you back, right? Is yep. that, is that a fair assessment? Very true. Yep. Awesome. So what would you suggest to someone, man? Like if, if, if someone 17 year old is listening to this show right now and they're like, they're thinking to themselves, yeah, you know, I understand what this guy's saying. Maybe I should do that. I mean, all I'm doing right now is partying and hanging out on social media. Man, I don't want to do that forever. Right. Yeah. What would you say to someone like that who, who, who doesn't know how to go about getting a mentor? Right. I mean, where do I, Jake, where do I go, man? Do I just walk down the street and say, Hey, with a sign and say, Hey, I'm looking for mentors. Mentor me, please. Mentor me, please. Yeah. I'm sure they don't do that. Right. So, so for someone who's just like stuck or doesn't know where to start, what would you tell them? Yeah, so you're, you're saying for a kid like, like 17 or 18, maybe maybe it's a football coach, maybe it's maybe it's a teacher. Try try to learn some things from them. But I guess it is kind of hard to you know find a mentor. But you really have to whatever you want to do. Like I know I've said this already. Find somebody that does it, that's succeeded in it, and that wants to succeed more. So you know if you're in real estate, you know find a successful realtor to to help you out with with things like that. And yeah, like I said, a mentor could be anybody, Brad. It could be in the, a guy in the gym that has his own business. And maybe maybe your mentor isn't in the field of work that you want to go in, but he ends up being just your life mentor in general. So I would say creating those relationships with older people, you know, because they have more wisdom, they have more experience, and, and um, they just have more knowledge on life. That That's who you need to surround yourself, so, someone that's older and has been through the mud. Yeah, I can... I can, I can imagine there's probably websites out there that are matchmaking for people who want to be mentored and people who want to mentor. Right. I haven't done the research myself, but no, yeah, I'm sure there is. But at the same time, let's take the real estate example because you're in real estate as well. And, and, and that's an easy thing. So my thought process is that if, now, if I'm looking to find a mentor in real estate and I want to be an agent, whatever, I'm probably going to start just doing a search online, finding real estate agents close to me in my area, right? Yeah. Easy to find. Get the contact information. It's out there all, everywhere, right? And then you start calling people or you start emailing people, et cetera, right? I think just that process of outreach mm-hmm. can be a learning experience on all its own, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Because if you think that, you're going to get a mentor on the first try, the first email you send, the first call you make or whatever else, I can guarantee you it's probably not going to be the case. Yeah. Right. Especially down here in Florida, things are, things are, are booming real estate wise and they're busy. Right. Yeah. And so I think that could also teach them a lesson in possibly humility, but definitely tenacity. Yes. Right. Just that constant outreach and don't give up until you find someone who's actually willing to give you that time. It might be 30 minutes a week and that's it. And you have to go down and meet him in Boca and you don't, and you live 40 minutes from Boca. Yeah. Right. But it's an opportunity. 
make the drive, be there early, right? Do what you got to do and, and learn everything you can in that 30 minutes. Yeah. Right. You, you, you also have to put yourself out there. Like you said, you have to be a, if you truly have to be a student of the game, no matter, no matter how old you are, you're always learning new things. And, um, I think another good point is find a mentor that you genuinely connect with, not just some random lady right. or guy. Like you two should have kind of like a chemistry, somewhat of a bond, maybe the same personality types. I, I think that also plays a big role because you, you'll eventually understand better of how he works and how I can put that to work. Yeah. I mean, what, you know, and start, start at home, right? Yeah. We're talking about kids in high school, right? Most likely they're living at home. So start at home, start with, talk to mom, talk to dad, right? Say, who do you guys know in business? Mm-hmm. Right? Because if, if the referral comes from the dad to someone he knows, the chances are obviously increased exponentially versus hitting up a stranger. Yeah. Right. We, we like to have commonality. We like to have that rapport, etc. So, and that referral always helps. So start at home, then start with friends, then start with their dads, then start with your teacher, go ask your teacher who, who, who they know. So, somebody's bound to know somebody that in, in, in your circle that you want to yeah. have mentor you. Yeah. And yeah. And I think having a mentor outside of your, outside of your family is like also key. Like, of course you're going to listen to your mom and dad, but maybe your mom and dad isn't someone that you want to be. So you have to go out and find something or someone that is who you want to be. So yes, taking your parents' advice is awesome, but you're also going to need an outside perspective on life and how the world works. Yeah, absolutely. And from people who've lived in it, right? For a little while. Definitely. <laughs> oh man. So um let's talk let's talk about something else, another shift here. Um and if you guys are figuring it out, I'm I'm going from this to this to this to this to this, different types of, of arenas, different areas, because I'm putting things into these questions that I think are detractors from success, right? Are things, especially with younger people, that are that are really, in my opinion, robbing them in of finding opportunity for themselves, mm-hmm. right? It's robbing them, and it's it's they don't even know it, and they're just being young and everything else. And that's fine. I'm not saying you got to be an old soul and and act like a fifty year old when you're eighteen, or you <laughs> yeah. know, I'm not saying don't have fun. I'm not saying none of that at all whatsoever. But I'm saying that I, I think people should take a page out of Jake's book here. And start moving towards something because there are 24 hours in a day, right? You can go to work, produce, continue to push forward in whatever venture you're trying to start, or do all these things, and still have fun in your young years, mm-hmm. right? I think you can do that. There are plenty of hours in a day. You just got to be good at managing your time, which is another thing, right? Yeah. Anything to say on that, bro? Yeah, it's it, it's completely about balance, man. You know, you gotta you gotta have a good. You have to have a social life, a work life, a family life. You have to balance it out. But when I was like seventeen, eighteen, Brad, the only thing I cared about was you know partying, hang, hanging out with my friends. And and four years later, of course, you know I, I go out every now and then, but not often, man. My head is completely somewhere else. My head is trying to become somebody, be successful, build a business, man, and be somebody that someone looks up to. So. You know, as you go through through those progressions in life, you're you're gonna figure out what's more important to you, and it, and, and it might take longer than others, but once you do, you're gonna be all all eyes aboard it. So, yeah. yeah, and I think what we are both advocating for here is is to start trying to figure it out sooner rather than later. Yeah, right. Don't don't be 
eh, again, don't don't email me. Don't comment on anything when I say this. You don't want to be the 30, 30-year-old at the club on Friday nights, you know, and, and 35-year-old and whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, and right. you still haven't figured out what you're going to do. It's, you know? it's funny, you know, because uh, I work valet and then I see some of these people going in and out of the restaurants and they're in their 50s and they're, they're there literally every night. They're, they're drinking, you know, trying to pick up girls. And when I was younger, I was like, oh, I'm never going to get married. I'm never going to have a family. But now I'm like, why wouldn't you want to have a family? You know, people that you love and that you're surrounded surrounded with, not going to the bar and, you know, whispering sweet nothings to people. That's something that, that turns me off completely. Yeah, man. It's, um, that, yeah, you know, and again, I'm not here to hack on people. I'm, I'm an advocate for people being free to do as they will, as long as they don't hurt other people or oh, infringe cool. on the rights of other people. You know, that's fine. I, I support people's right to be independent and do what they want. Um, and, and, but I mean, start, go, go towards something, right? Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, we're not happy <laughs> at all, but, you know, we want more out of life. Exactly. So, uh, as an aside, bro. So, I mean, I mean, because you're focused on these different things right now, I mean, are you, I mean, I'm not asking for a friend or anything else. I mean, do you have a, do you have a girlfriend or do you anybody serious right now or anything? Or are you just, you I'm single, man. I'm just working on myself locked in. Yeah. Purposely single, huh? Yeah. Purposely single. No, nice. if anyone comes around, I can't say no to it though. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so you hear that ladies, Jake is single. All right. But do not. <laughs> if you want to hit him up, you're going to figure it out. But you got to wait till the. Huh? So you're shouting me out right now. You're the boy. I'm shouting you out, bro. Uh, and then. But you. But but anyone who's interested, you can hit Jacob at the end of the show. You got to you got to listen to the whole show to figure out how to reach him. Don't don't try to fast forward. You got to listen to all. What we got. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. So this is a, another thing that I'm, I want to ask you about again. Another reason I'm asking these types of questions is because, you know, as we kind of mentioned before, younger people have different takes on things at their age versus people my age and and whatever else in between. But, I mean, let's talk about social media, man. Uh, and, and I will, I will, I will be very transparent with my audience and you, and and say that I just I hate it. I hate social media. I, I just hate it. Um, I've never liked it. Um, I've, I've never seen the value in it. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's from a personal perspective um, to a business perspective. I mean, which is why I created a tech startup to say, you don't need that anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. But mm-hmm. that's a different thing. But I just, I have a hard time, man. I'm just not, I, I, I'm not, I'm not the guy that shares everything. I'm just not, uh, I don't need people to, I don't need to take a picture of my lunch at the restaurant and say, look at what I ate. Who cares? Yeah. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? I went to the bathroom this morning. Good for you. Why you got to tell the freaking world about it? Oh, yeah. You know? So, I, I mean, do you, th- again, just me. Yeah. So I think with me, I have like a love hate relationship with social media because you know, social media, it's so fake. You don't really know what's going on inside these people's lives. They're posting, right. you know, they're going to Bora Bora, they're taking all these trips and everything and this and that. But on the flip side, Brad, like I do think social media, it could be of use to people like you and I that are starting our own businesses to put our to 
put our word out there to voice ourselves because whether you like it or not, social media is here to stay. And it's, I think it's the best way to voice your own opinions, but yeah, me, uh, I'm not one of those persons that goes and documents every sex uh, second of their life and posts it. That's not me at all. Maybe I'll post here and then, but I think using it to, to expand your, your network, I think it could be used there in a, in a, in a great way. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, again, I'm not saying it doesn't have its place, Yeah. right? It, it's a very personal thing for me. I, I just don't really care about it. I, I My wife asked Mel, did you see this on, on Facebook? I'm like, I, I give her the look. No. You know the answer to that. No, I didn't see it. Yeah. Because I don't care enough. I don't care enough to go on there. I don't care enough to spend any time on there. I'd rather be doing this here with you Ooh. or preparing for a show or sales re- emails or whatever else. You know what I mean? I'd rather be doing anything else really. Yeah, than it, being on social media. It's it's kind of scary too because I also I have two younger sisters and in their generation they are addicted to social media. Oh, I mean I mean I'll I'll go in and like they'll be hanging out in the backyard or something. I'll come out and they're all just dialed in on their phones like that, just not even conversating. And you know they have thousands and thousands of friends online, but they don't have true friends in person. So I think that's there's right. kind of a disconnect there that. You really need to have that face-to-face contact to, to connect with somebody. Yep. Yeah, for sure, man. And and I think they – I don't know, man. I think they're missing out on valuable interaction yeah. with other people. And and I, I hope that changes for your sisters and, and for everybody else's kids. But, um, I mean, they, they are going to be at a disadvantage in life, man, stuck to that screen. I'm telling you. No, it's, it's because. Bad. Right. Uh, I mean, it's not knowing how to shake someone's hand. Right. For, for instance, if you don't get out there and do it and practice a few times, not knowing how to look somebody in the eye when you speak to them. Yeah, just little start, stupid little things. Just, just starting a random conversation with a stranger. Right. You need to be able to do those things. That's what life is. Right. You I mean, now you can start a conversation online by, by using your thumbs. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But could you do it in person? Yeah, yeah, you, you 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 just can't. It's not possible. And like, it also goes to like, if you're talking bad about somebody, it's so easy to do it online, and that's why you have all these trolls and stuff online. So, and, and if you if you saw that person trolling you in person, that person would say nothing to you. Nothing, bro. Yeah, everybody's all big and bad behind the screen, yeah. ain't they? Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh man. So, just out of curiosity, how much time uh, do you spend on social media every day? Oh. I would say a couple hours, Brad. What? You just told me what? Yeah, definitely. An hour or two a day. I'm just on it. Wow. Yeah. Wow, man. That's a lot. I try. Yeah. I try to, I try to not be on it as much as I can, but sometimes just get caught up in it. Yeah, man. So this is the, boy, that is, that's a lot of time, bro. Like, Mm -hmm. and I I know I'm the extreme on the other end, right? I, I do zero time. Like, very very little maybe one or two minutes if i have to yeah but that's it um so i guess if i could mentor you here for a second since you called me a mentor and i i that's an honor for you to say that after knowing me such a short amount of time um cut it back bro cut it back uh with all due respect you know limit yourself to an hour for a couple weeks and then limit you then you'll find it's not that important and you're not missing out on much yeah, yeah, totally. That's also like how sometimes I connect with people through like Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. And sure. Like, say an hour or two a day. It's like 
it's in increments, okay? It's like five, ten minutes here, then five, ten minutes there. It's not, you know, I'm just locked in on it for... Yeah, no, I understand that. No, I'm not hacking on you, bro. You know that. For sure. For sure. You know that. So, um, boy, this is this has been some good stuff, man. I, I got to tell you, um, I have one final question for you, and then we can start wrapping it up. Okay. Um, for, Chris, for, Chris, first of all, someone like you, I'm making an assumption here. Forgive me. Um, are you currently reading a book? Yes, I am. What's the book you're currently reading? I'm curious. I'm reading The Power of One More by Ed Milet. Mm. Okay. I just heard of Ed Milet a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I don't know why or how that's possible, but I just did. I don't know much about him. I don't know if I like him or not, um, but he's supposed to be really good. I started listening to one of his shows and um, yeah, he is a podcast. He's very good. Yeah, yeah. All right, so he's he's good. He's good, peeps. Yeah, I'm only like four chapters into the book, and, and I do like it. So I, I just started okay. like three or four days ago. Awesome, awesome. But the book, yeah, for me, I, I just want to say this: the book I read before that was called "The Magic of Thinking Big." And that yeah, is, that is a great. That's book. a classic, man. That's a classic. Yeah, that is a that is one of the first titles an entrepreneur should read. Mm-hmm. Quite frankly, and then of course Kiyosaki's. Of which one? Oh man, Rich Dad Poor Dad, of course. Yeah, timeless classic, easy to read. You know, starts the shifting of the mindset. Um, still relevant today, in my opinion. Um, me personally, what I'm reading is uh, John Cooper's book, okay. uh, "Awaken Alive to Truth." Um, I suggest everybody to read it, whether you are a Christian or not. Um, and he he's really he really goes deep into the uh, the absence of absolute truth in society. And really, really sets a solid foundation for it, man. It's with, with, with you know, everybody thinking my truth and your truth and this truth and that truth. And it's all BS, man. Yeah. There, there is absolute truth. And it's it's just people just don't want to accept or they get their feelings hurt. But I'm going to digress again, bro. I got to stop this. I got to stop trying to go down rabbit holes. So I love reading, by the way. I, w- I was not a big reader, but now I love reading. Yes. You, you have to do it. You have yeah. to do it. I don't do it as much as I should, to be honest with you. Um, and, and I'm trying to change that starting with this one and then go, I don't know what the next one will be, but um, either way, people should, should spend a little less time on social media, a little more time in the book, in a book. Yeah. Right? 100%, Brad. Awesome. Jake, let's, let's ask the final question, man. And then if you have to think hard for a second, please do. But um, I can edit out the pause. So okay. don't worry. Right. Uh, so if, I mean, if you could leave the audience with just one thing that they could start doing right now, right, that would set them on the path to becoming undeniable, right, what would that one thing be? Yeah, I would say, you know, take, take that risk that you've always been willing to take because there will never be a perfect time for you to do what you want to do. And if you do wait for the perfect time, you may miss that opportunity. So do that right now. Take immediate action on it. Absolutely. Start today. Start yesterday, right? Yes. Start yesterday. Start. Just start, man. Because people don't realize a lot of times when they're looking. Sorry to add on to that. I should have ended the show. No. But I, I have to I have to get this context out because people don't sometimes don't see it. And I say that because that I can't be the only one who didn't see it. Right. And so when you say start today, start yesterday, starting could 
just be research. Totally. Right? It doesn't mean filing your LLC, right? Or your corporate documents. It, it could mean literally research, conversation, whatever, the, getting getting you to the next step of being able to pursue what you want to pursue. Yeah. So don't be afraid to start. Start right now. 100%. So Jake, how how can all oh, the ladies find you if they want to reach out to you <laughs> or or anybody else? No, just just kidding. But if you know, uh, how, how can they reach you, Jake? Yeah, right right now, um, just throw me a DM on Instagram at Jake Dino, J-A-K-E-D-I-N-O. It's uh, pretty simple. You know, I'm working on some other ways of communication right now, but that's the best way to, to get in contact with me is doing something. Awesome. All right. Instagram at Jake Dino, J-A-K-E-D-I-N-O. Cool name, by the way. I, I see what you did there with you. It's uh, really cool. Thank you. Man. Really cool. Jake, brother, I got to tell you, man, this was fun. This was dope. This was, I think, informative. Um, I appreciate you making the time to come on the show. It was an honor to have you. It probably won't be the last time we do it. Um, I hope not anyway. And I'll see you at the gym tomorrow probably, right? (laughs) But brother, thank you so much, man. I think you brought real value to this program, to the audience. Um, I think there are nuggets that people can take away and implement, especially for young people. This show was, I really wanted this to be for younger people. And I, I think there are some great takeaways here. Um, and again, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. Brad, I, I appreciate you, man. This, this has been an awesome experience. Appreciate you again, brother. Thank well, you. that's it for this episode. It is my hope that you enjoyed it, that it brought you some undeniable value, things that, again, we want this stuff to be things that you can take away and implement in your lives right now to produce positive changes, positive fruit, positive influence, right? And now if you didn't hear any nuggets that were undeniably valuable to you, then you clearly weren't listening. All right. So what's your next step with the, when the show ends? The next step is pay it forward by sending this show to people, you know, all right. Maybe while listening, you thought of someone that really needs to hear that one point that was maybe made just for them. Jake made some great points. Maybe some of them were for, were for your daughter, your son, right? Who doesn't know what they're going to do with their lives. Who's contemplating college. Who's thinking college is the only way. And it's really not. There are tons of ways, right? Send them to the show. It takes just a couple taps of your thumb, man. That's it. It's so quick and so simple, right? So them hearing something like that could be what gives them that final kick in the ass to actually start doing something and start making some moves to create a positive impact, all right? Now, after you've done that, after you've made that step, Leave us a generous review, all right? We would really appreciate it so that the show can grow and can get this value out into the ears and minds of more listeners that need to hear it, all right? Remember, if nothing else, remember this. You cannot become undeniable if you are uninformed, right? And you cannot make an impact if you are asleep. So wake up already. Become awakened and you become undeniable. And make sure you always bless up mom. And I'm out.